2: Go to Bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Buying a home can feel like navigating uncharted waters. Redfin agents can help. They'll answer your questions with honest advice so you know exactly what you're getting into. They'll also help you tour as many homes as you want and show you what it takes to make a winning offer. With a Redfin agent on your side, you can sail straight to your dream home. Local expertise from Redfin. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church, VA. 844 7732 My
1: name is Dave Hanrody and there will be No Encore. Welcome to episode 97 of the No Encore Music Podcast. We're back for young men, strapping young men, I would say, in the Ooh. studio. Craig Fitzpatrick to my left.
3: It got very YMCA there for a second <laughs> and I enjoyed it.
1: I may have had a pint before I came to the
3: show. <laughs> Colin Regan to my right. Hello, sir. How are you doing?
1: And he's back. Doy Droni. Hey. 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 Thank you very much. Captain my, Fiddle. My voice just broke
3: with excitement on that
4: one. <laughs> Thanks for not getting me to introduce the show again. I'm glad oh, for that, uh, oh that, I forgot that, about that, um, that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, do, yeah would you want to good. try? You, no, absolutely not. No, <laughs> okay. no, no, no. Is it
3: Captain Fiddle or Sergeant Captain Fiddle? Captain Fiddle. Lieutenant Fiddle. Sorry, is
4: the only person who's carrying that on, but I really like I it. it. I do actually genuinely it's like good, it. It's yeah, so, good, yeah. You should
3: get a costume. Like a large
1: fiddle. It began from a place of derision, but has come to be quite nice, much like this podcast itself. Yes, yeah. Well, Dahi's back on the show because, you know. What did we
4: do at the weekend? We're on a road trip. Uh, Dave hasn't been out of this (laughs) side of the country, I'd say, in his entire friggin' life we did a podcast in Galway two months ago yeah but like you know that didn't count like, emotionally he yeah, yeah yeah he had never been on the Wild Atlantic Way or anything despite writing about it extensively <laughs> yeah exactly I couldn't stand to be with him anymore without giving him a proper tour so we uh, head out on the road super early drove down to the bottom of Clare I was in charge of the music by the way yeah like, yeah I gave know, him fantastic. that he was how delighted he was did I so do? happy I, I did not even care how he did he was just like really like oh I got this I got the fucking iPod
3: hold did you give him like full charge that without any prompting from Dave where Dave was like oh, no, no, no. What's, the, what's the kind of music sitch because I can sort that of, I can totally sort that I knew what would make him
4: happy like I just handed him the oxcord, and he just got so oh, yeah. like he just like melted into this it is, this is devastating and, to, like, to find out about now it's great man like, Two a days, days later like, I know your likes and dislikes you know you yeah. were pacified Dave I'm going to be you the guy on your dates with the like the microphone and going to go like yeah he likes this uh, and this and this and this and this it's going to be fucking great dates <laughs> <laughs> what a concept <laughs> but yeah we drove the Wild Atlantic Way and went all the way up to a practically deserted uh, Clifton Moher, Which is actually Really cool to see Because I haven't seen That deserted As in the years. sun
1: set lad. I saw so so the it's Very romantic <laughs> We also went to uh, Loophead
4: yeah, that's right. Loophead. In yeah, your, in yeah, your yeah. native Clare, we stopped off in... La- yeah, it was all in Clare. It hey, looked like <laughs> that.
1: Uh, look at that Justin Bieber
4: video. Uh, oh, I'll it. show you. It did. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was in Iceland. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. After but, so
3: uh... many of like Dahi's guides to the West in print form <laughs> and like interviewed over the phone, how was like the real life experience? Oh, it was great. A... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was great. Uh, not everything was great, but oh, the company could have been better. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, okay. No, it was awesome. Why, the why, music why, was off. It was really, really fun. Like we packed a lot into a couple of days because we also went to Dahi's first metal gig since the age of six.
4: Yeah, that was mad. I went to see Alencus, uh who were fucking incredible, mm-hmm. um, and was, Godmother, and Godmother as well. Yeah, who who had who had travelled over. They were doing a tour across Ireland, right?
1: Swedish metal band. Uh, they're on Party Smasher Records, which is Ben from Dillinger Skypan's label. And at one point during the gig upstairs in the Rochean, he like kind of came to the crowd and he like held out his microphone lead mm-hmm. and did like an impromptu limbo session. He took me by the hand, the singer of, of Godmother, tenderly, and led me into the room and we did limbo together. Now I, I cheated though. I cranked my neck, but uh,
4: it was a lot. Of <laughs> it was cool. It was upstairs in the Russian as well, which is like a really small, tight, like super sweaty venue. So it worked really, really well. And the sound was actually incredible up there. Like some of the best that I've heard there as well. It was really good.
1: It was great. I spotted uh, JJ72 bass player Hillary Woods in the crowd. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Hmm. Yeah. Friend of the band, yeah. apparently. Uh, really, really good. I also sat down with Josh from Alencus, who was a previous guest of the show, and Sebastian from Godmother. Oh. And, I, and I had a chat with them, which may or may not feature... It will feature On this podcast At some point in the future yeah, Nice great. half
3: cliffhanger there But it yeah, was great you know, yeah. forward to that.
1: And then we had a bop in the Roshin Where nothing happened <laughs> There was definitely no incidents at all Where they die
4: There was absolutely no incidents
1: No whatsoever. one tried to start a fight with us or anything No 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 What? And that person absolutely definitely not. wasn't thrown out of the club
3: <laughs> Was it someone in a band Or someone well known That we would like <laughs> to hear about was Or just somebody some fucking loser no, no, man. That's what it, it was. was Nothing juicy Guy
4: who was cruising for a bruise no. and he, I tell he pushed my
5: boy And I jumped right in So I did Unfortunately Dave informed me Of this <laughs> and you know just like it's like you know Grammatical imprecision, and he was like, Donnie and I almost got in a fight last night. And I was like, Well, what are we going to do about the show this week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody's listening
4: at all, there's like black eyes. We have like full black eyes and yeah. I have like a like a, a broken hand. You look like
5: street like toughs. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like that yeah.
1: time, Craig. It's like the time when you interviewed the stripes and they put really dodgy makeup on them to make like they, they've been in a big fight. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. Trying because to like show how credible they were.
5: That was bizarre because I was sitting in the office that day and no one had told me about the concept for the photo shoot. And so the first one of the stripes walked in with like a giant black eye and blood rolling from his lips. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> like... What the fuck <laughs> happened? And why is this where you're yeah, seeking Yeah, the rest to stand this way, mate. Like, yeah, that, uh, I reread
1: that feature actually the other day because I was kind of leafing through some old hot presses, you know, in masochistic form, hmm. and I noticed the, there was a bit there in Craig uh, which you said, um, you know, it smacks of needless suspicion to suggest that you know a few lads from the Midlands doing old standards is, it w- would be a gimmick. And I took that as a direct assault on the three out of <laughs> Not ten a physical assault. The, the three out of ten review I gave them for Drowning Sound some years back
3: was this prior to. I think it was part of your review was two it? years after my review sorry. Oh, sorry, okay
1: Yeah, there you um, go yeah, you, you want you to oh, well, That's you where you I like to take my potshots
3: yeah. My passive-aggressive <laughs> pot shots in print Where Dave, I think yeah, you'll never read them Dave, <laughs> Dave might read this someday
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that was Galway It was a lot of fun And we've been to Galway with the podcast before So, you know, we've ticked that box There's one more box
5: to tick Several, really But uh, the <laughs> next one Cullen Regan country That's right, yeah Speaking of uh, wild, sweaty occasions upstairs in the venue, uh, the (laughs) roundy people off (laughs) at two p.m. on Saturday, the third of February. uh, So basically, next week uh, we will be doing our thing as part of Quarter Block Party in Cork in Cork yeah. where can't we're going. stress that enough <laughs> and uh, we will not be alone today. that's
1: correct we have a couple of special guests coming on the show to have a chat and maybe even play a couple of songs I'm not going to lie to you listener I don't know what the technical setup is for the, for the venue but I assume we can have a couple of acoustic tracks we'll get a few tunes and uh, the first guest sounded a bit like this That's right, it's festival headliners, Oh Emperor! Yeah, that's yeah, right, on the excited. comeback trail. They're dropping in for a chat, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they're up to, because I feel like this is going to be a big year for them. But, that's not all. Because coming in from the cold, <laughs> it's the one and only 27-year-old <laughs> roving reporter himself, David Anthony Tapley. When
6: they crucify birthday
1: was that great song Were You There When They Crucified The Birthday Boy from last year which you know once again I will reiterate despite it not making our top 20 songs of the year
5: is still a fine... A fine affair. A fine tune. <laughs> yeah, so that, <laughs> is, that, is, that is next Saturday. Uh, if you've got a weekend to record a quarter block party already, uh, just toddle on up. And if you don't, uh, there might be a tiny little cover charge at the door, but don't worry about that. Uh, just my, give
1: Cullum a wink and a nod. <laughs> yeah, my old mucker
5: Owen O'Sullivan will be preceding us with the, uh, the Point of Everything podcast. Um, so yeah, good afternoon lined up there. Um, I'm looking
1: forward to it. I'm also looking forward to seeing emperor and Tandem Felix play the night before. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a venue in Cork, right? I was trying to figure this out, right? Is it the AMP... Or is it the amp? Yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, I don't know because it's, rel- it's relatively new, <laughs> I and I haven't seen either.
5: anything there yet. Oh
3: my god! We'll go so there yeah. on the
5: Friday. That's where we'll be, and then on Saturday come to the roundy because that's where we'll be as well. Exactly, and we'll probably be back in the amp again on Saturday night <laughs> to see Bad Bones. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to, to that others. So uh, yeah, plenty, plenty to check out. Um, do come find us.
1: Okay, let's kick into the news, and I guess before we get to the serious news, there's a there's only one place to start this week. Hit the music.
5: Attention everyone! One, one.
3: Shut up. Craig on Kanye. Yes, it's Craig on Kanye. Correction Corner. (laughs) Chicago West, welcome to the world. Yeah, welcome to the world—a world in which I'm often wrong about details and facts. It could not be Leon. Leon was so pedestrian. You said it at the time.
1: Yeah, but you brought this to the table. Where did you hear this before?
3: I went to usually trusted source. KanyeToThe.com the, uh, the, the internet's number one Kanye f- forum did you follow um,
4: up do they like go, look guys we're sorry we messed up it was up. just
3: some tweet that someone would be like put out and I was just like flying off to do the show and it's like oh Leon okay cool but no Chicago or SHY for short not she Not she Shy Chai? Shy, not shy Shy right.
5: Shy 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 I think Craig has like got this song as well No
3: I haven't Because I read direct quotes From <laughs> Kim Kardashian That's her name right Kim Kardashian <laughs> Kim Kardashian West Yes uh, Their third child uh, We're very happy for them They're already
5: playing a fort apparently With another surrogate so. Kardashian West child being named Shy I mean come <laughs> yeah, on yeah, lads yeah.
1: Nonetheless Pull <laughs> <balls.
4: laughs> <laughs> the just, yeah. mother. bus, shepherd.
6: the bus.
1: It's
3: just the, yeah. applauding oh the birth. It's, it's, one it's, bottle of tiger, mate. Wouldn't that a, be it's a great a weird job? Name, though? But it's
4: not that weird a name. Like it's kinda, there's not much to say about Chicago, it.
3: Chicago, I like, like it. It's good. It's a good, solid. It's a bit David
5: Beckham and posh like kind of name. in yeah. there, not yes. it? I mean, like when you've also got Northwest in there, and now you've got Chicago it's, West. Like, nor-
4: yeah, Northwest is sensational. Like, I was thinking, yeah, Northwest. They're
5: beginning to sound like. Electoral constituencies, or something, you know, and here are the results for Northwest, here are the results for Chicago West. It's like the next baby's going to be called Dunleary Rat Down, or something.
3: Well, did you see Oprah has clarified that she will not be running in 2020, so it's wide open for Kanye again? (laughs) Damn,
1: I was really hoping for, you know, totally selfless icon of the people, Oprah Winfrey, running for fucking president. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I certainly think well done, that
5: lads. I certainly think that, you know, voting in like multimillionaire TV personalities is going a well. fail fail proof. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, it's all going Idea. it's all going very very
1: well, but uh let's change the record.
5: Let's indeed. And uh, sad news of the death of Mark E. Smith, uh, the fall front man. R- really, the fall, let's be honest. There were yeah. 66 members over the years. 66, he was that's 66 amazing. they topped out at. And he was the only one that stayed. Um, passed away at the age of 60.
3: Yeah, uh, but he had that amazing quote where it was just like, if it's me and your gran on bongos, it's yeah, yeah. the fall. And he was just an ama- like a very unique character, I think it's fair to say.
1: We've never played the fall on this programme before, mm-hmm. so we might as well do that now. This is one of Craig's favorite tracks. Wanna lead it in, Craig?
3: This is blindness. Yeah, and that's just kind of one example of one of the false sounds. Um, because of course, the lineup changes constantly. The only ever consistent thing was that very distinctive Marky Smith voice and an amazing band leader. Um, didn't always get on with people, but, but somehow no. got like the best musically, certainly out of them, and just a kind of singular visionary character. Did really, we
5: fire one of his bandmates on his wedding day. Yeah, yeah,
3: I believe is. so. It was Mark Radcliffe, I think, actually. Uh, BBC Radio 6 oh, at the moment. Uh, Riley. F- Mark Riley. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, there yeah, you yeah. Go, yeah, yeah. He also um, fired
1: a sound engineer for ordering a salad. <laughs> yeah that's right yeah yeah he, he ate a salad and yeah. never There'd
4: in many years did he compromise like that was the main thing right that was his thing he had an insane amount of albums as well like
5: something
3: like oh 30 yeah 30 odd yeah incredibly yeah. prolific at least one a year was kind of this and what's more he kind of had
5: a reputation for I guess deconstructing a lot of their older songs when it came to live sets and all the rest of it even in the moment was sort of always messing around with what they were doing
3: yeah like not really a, a musician himself but he just seemed like he just had amazing taste yeah, um, was more of a writer kind of almost uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of, and then just kind of shouting over the top of it with that, uh, you know, kind of. It seemed like stream of consciousness, but by all accounts, he hated that phrase and was like, "Well, no, I'm actually very deliberate with kind of these." Bizarre things I'm coming out with, and they mean a lot to me, and a great lyricist. And, yeah. Known for being a
1: famously difficult character, as yes. you say, but a uh, former colleague of ours, Amy Sweeney, on Twitter uh, had a tweet where he said that, and I presume this is a true story because it's gone viral, and I can't imagine he'd make it up, but uh Marky e. Smith is walking down the street. He's, he sees a little girl crying. He asks her what's wrong. She says that she's lost her teddy bear. Don't worry, he's gone touring with a rock band, he says. And every now and then, Mark sends a postcard from Mark E. Bear. He kept this up until she was 28. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. The yep. softer side.
5: You of know, of par- Legendary. Uh, a- apparently he did have an incredibly gentle manner like to fans who'd come up to him like on the street or in a bar or anything like that yeah. he would always say like you know it means a lot that you listen to the music and shake hands with both hands you know in that sort of really warm way uh, and of course once read the uh, classified football results on the BBC so good one of his best performances tremendous it's one of the strangest things they've ever broadcast to be perfectly a honest like West Ham, West 1-
3: Ham 1- 1- 1H one yeah, 1-H, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
5: Okay. But um
3: yeah, it's like a very intimidating back catalogue is kind of the he said because they put out so much stuff, but there's an amazing compilation, uh, fifty thousand fall fans can't be wrong, which is kind of a really good primer. And their album that's seen as the best maybe Hex Induction Hour, which is great, it's very pavementy. Uh, he accused Steve Malkmus of ripping him completely off, which Malkmus was delighted with. You're a, was of, you're a fan of both acts. How do I you am. How do you feel about that? Uh they definitely drew emphasis from yeah, the fall, as many bands did, and mm. as I say, like Steve was just like Oh my Oh my God, Marky Smith's given out to me. It was one of those things. That's so. <laughs> brilliant. Well, if you
1: look, you look close to home, the likes a Girl Band, yeah, often cited as post-punk revivalists themselves, yeah, supported totally the yeah. Fall. I think about a year ago, perhaps, yeah. and yeah. one of the last Fall gigs, I guess. But yeah, gone at sixty, which you know, I guess, is no age to go. But he kind of always had
5: that, you know, elder statesman thing about him. Yeah, he tore through life, and he had quite the life, indeed. Uh, moving on, but not moving too far. Another Manchester band that's in the news, uh, and again, not for good reasons. The Smiths. Uh, A partial reunion that was planned for June uh, just isn't happening, and it appears as though it pretty much never was. Um, The organiser appears to have gone to Andy Rourke, the former bassist with the Smiths, and said that drummer Mike Joyce was committed. He went to Joyce and told him that Andy Rourke was committed. <laughs> and the second that they spoke to one another, they both pulled out.
4: It's like the worst night out in history. It's like, oh yeah, J- uh, Johnson is going, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, Davidson is going, it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not going
1: off. Oh, now, fuck do you know what like.
5: it's like? It's like trying to get double pocket money off your parents by <laughs> <whilst laughs> telling each of them that the other didn't give you any.
1: At no time did I give my consent for anyone in connection with this Classically Smiths project to act incredible. on my behalf or my name, Smith. says says Rook. And nothing was ever confirmed, approved, or contracted by me or my team. He called the quotes 100% fabricated without approval. Uh, lead singer Marcy and lead guitarist Johnny Marr are not due to appear at the concerts. Shock
3: Imagine Marcy just rocking <laughs> and being like, what's the story, uh, lads? <laughs> I'm here, <laughs> sending around a fucking group message to the WhatsApp. We made plans. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> that, that piece at the end of that story as well, where they're talking about how Rourke is in it was in a super group called Freebase. Like I never knew that existed. Oh either, man, you which don't is know free amazing. Bass? Which is like Incredible. just a, a gang of bass players going, "Yeah, we can, we can do a band. We can totally do a band."
5: It's so amazing. defined. You can imagine them just sitting around just going, "Who needs guitarists huh? And I went I straight up on
4: YouTube and looked at it. I looked at it. It was god awful. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, lads!" I thought it would be like three basses. That would be so weird. Like that'd be amazing. But no.
1: yeah, and Rourke was actually he was in a band with Dolores O'Ruden, like Dolores Arudin. Yeah, that's right. Like, quite yeah, recently yeah. they released a project and. Um, he was speaking about her this week and he was saying how like, this was a particularly bad time for this story to come along because he's grieving. Oh, like, they were yeah, good friends yeah, yeah. and like he was it like, I don't need this it. fucking shit right now. So, yeah, grim cool. times. Mm-hmm. And yet another iteration of the Smiths not reforming. Well, they're <laughs> never going to reform. This yes. part isn't really show as well, the actually. reformation
5: you wanted to see. No, yeah. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> Uh, happier news uh, good news for 50 Cent I'm delighted poor old 50 for him. this is Dolly's story
1: of the week so I figure that he sh- he should <laughs> leave the charge on this one oh my god what's uh, going on with, with 50 Cent man
4: basically 50 Cent you know there was a lot of talk about him being kind of pretty low in the uh, the old funds uh, mm-hmm. section uh, and then uh, just recently this week um, he realised or somebody realised I guess that uh, one of the albums that he released uh he got the payment in Bitcoin and then completely forgot about it. Uh, so now it has gone from basically, uh, let me see, how much is
5: it? I think it was originally uh, worth something in the region of like four hundred grand or something yeah, like that, yeah, which yeah. is and yeah.
4: bad. And he's up to like seven to eight point five million, million dollars. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The
1: animal, uh, the album in question sorry is called Animal Ambition, which I, I must confess <laughs> I haven't heard it. Now. it came out in twenty fourteen, uh, I'm sure it's great. You know, I'm like, you know, actually, sorry, can I just uh, come back to the road playlist that I made oh go on yeah please do I stuck
4: in the club on didn't I you did it's true it's true and, we and it was like, one of the ones that I noticed that I was like that is a great classic
3: dry beat
5: one of the ones that you noticed <laughs> are, you this about, like, <laughs> are you banging this at about like 20 to 1 in the afternoon down around New yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I know it was like 4 o'clock so the sun was setting it's called we the, the wild
1: Atlantic
5: way <laughs> okay. and boy
4: was it ever wild I'm it? more of a candy shop guy but like, oh, yeah, I was, was, right. was I just, was once on a road trip
3: back from Galway when every was severely hungover, and it's like a, a rhinestone cowboy was played on repeat for the entire duration back to Dublin uh,
5: just incredible a, actually, actually a very brief uh, note that I don't think Why? I told you guys about I, I was in Limerick for the monster match last Sunday and it was delayed by three hours oh, yeah, and really so cool. there was a DJ who pre-match had clearly planned I'll drop a few cranberries tracks here as a tribute to Dolores yeah. O'Riordan but because of the delay he ended up having to play for three more hours than oh, he was sh- planning so I ended up playing each of them five times over <laughs> With, just with the tribute Yeah Amazing. Well this
1: is yet another example Of Craig's favourite Topic of discussion Cryptocurrency <laughs> no, <laughs> Let's yeah. not get into it <laughs> I've,
5: I've, We did have Craig Once give us a grind On what Bitcoin I've, actually was I've taken was. off my business Journalist hat. <laughs> well it turns um, out That there's other people In the
1: world Who are fascinated by it as well Offset From Migos Offset instance. Yeah Uh, he's talked about it before he was speaking to Rolling Stone in December and he said I don't want to be one of those rappers who had it but right now they they have to be on a TV show to keep them going I'd rather be out out in the scene getting my money on Bitcoin the (laughs) rapper declined to disclose how much he had invested in the cryptocurrency but did summarise a hundred and seventy grand profit he made flipping five houses in Atlanta
5: so there you go there you go Yeah it hasn't all been good news For Offset this week though He's come under a lot of fire For rapping I cannot vibe with queers In his verse on YFN Lucci's song Boss Life uh, You can see how that's going to Cause some trouble to be <laughs> fair He later yeah. apologised though And said he wasn't using it As a homophobic slur And what's more Cardi B Who is engaged to him Was engaged is, to him is but is it's, engaged unclear. But not talking it's unclear, to him. unclear yeah, what's yeah, It's clear It's difficult It seemed like a power
4: play In, 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 a, in these terms I, I, I <laughs> it's remember It's
3: like your engagement company
4: A total power play, yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs)
3: Um, <laughs> she, she took the periscope anyway to defend his honor can we have um, a listen wait, wait, yes. it. is
1: it uh, Cardi B or Cardi I want to have a quick listen to this because it's surreal because first of all uh, let, let's just have a listen real quick
7: you're gonna label me something why don't you educate me and say hey you know you're not supposed to use that word you know that's a how do you say that word derogatory, the, the derogatory, the devocatory, the, the the whatever the fuck the word is if, that, if that's a bad word to say why don't you educate people why is it that you gotta like bash them and label them something that they not because if you because i'm because to be honest with you i don't give a fuck what you do for a living that's not my problem i don't give a fuck who you like i don't give a fuck what you want to be who am i to judge somebody or care about what somebody do when i'm a fucking freak bitch so i definitely can't care and then everybody let me tell you something i've even been talking to this guy like that and that's just because personal problems but I'm not going to let somebody call him homophobic when I know that he's not. Because most of my... cause, and, and I'm saying this because I see him around these people. So
1: yeah, so she's very forthright there. And I mean, like, if you watch the video she's getting her makeup done by a professional makeup team like backstage at what I presume is an award show It's amazing. while doing this mm-hmm. and you just see like these brushes coming into the side like touching <laughs> it's, it's her up it's such
4: a good shot like it's fucking amazing while I she's having incredible.
1: this fairly you know kind of I suppose contentious thing so her contention basically is that you know Education, Like, you know, this it's not racism, it's not homophobia, it's ignorance. And it's like, you know, schools didn't teach us that these words were in fact wrong. So in a situation like this, I have to say, I think you have to give the person the benefit of the doubt. Because ultimately, a lot of these cases can come down to just pure ignorance. Like, you know, like you grow up in life and you, usually at an early age, you might say something and someone might go, oh, hang on, no, that's not cool. And then you learn. And then that's how you go from there. Now, at the same time, what I will say is, she's really ragging on the schools. Like she's like, they didn't, <laughs> you know, they didn't teach us anything, and I was like, oh, surely, like, I, I, I mean, didn't. the
3: school
5: system in America isn't great by yeah. all accounts. Sure, and
1: we, we can't <laughs> I'm possibly, also sh-
5: not sure if Cara D.B. was a consummate student. Well,
1: this is what I'm saying. Like, we, uh, uh, we can't speak to experiences, but ultimately, like, I like, I do believe in life. Like, I mean, like, if this is true, if this is genuinely true, and Offset was like, I didn't realize. Well, then, okay. No,
4: but like, hang on a sec, there. like, this is this is the exact same I'm not thing. Excusing it at all? There's, no, no, but the same, the same. I'm going to make the same point that I made with the, the Lana Del Rey Radiohead thing. Where, like, this isn't just like he doesn't just say that line <laughs> and then it just goes up on SoundCloud. Like, this runs through management, it runs through labels, it mm. runs through like three or four different producers, and not one of those people went, uh, here, man, uh, maybe you shouldn't say that line or whatever. Like, this is not really Offset's fault, even if, if you are to take her word for this. But Mico's it's not his been fault, accused, it's the rest of the like, thing. This is the, not yeah, the first is time that first they've first been accused of homophobia. Like, like they, their exactly, lyrics are yeah.
1: very, very questionable, and I guess, like, it's, it's good that someone is finally
4: going, go, hang on a minute now. Yeah, so then that kind of ruins her point right that like oh yeah, yeah totally. the I team mean, like, is also at fault here
3: and there's definitely a wider conversation about kind of hip hop culture and you know being more accepting of yeah, this yeah. kind of language up until now and we're seeing more of this kind of stuff happening where people are being called out and responding in you know quite an intelligent you know apologetic way I mean we talked about Stormzy last year and kind of tweets he'd sent mm-hmm. years back and he came out and just said yeah uh, you know I would kind of like I, it's stuff I had to unlearn it was just came from a place of ignorance it's no excuse but I'm trying to do better now and it was a great statement and everyone could move on yeah like grown-ups whereas I, know, yeah.
1: I think the Cardi B statement where she says that she that she didn't know that the word tranny was offensive because, yeah she should like, have stopped talking like, yeah no <laughs> she said I did not know
4: She's looking at the numbers rise on Periscope and like, had, loads of people talking oh, like, the I'm makeup I'm, wasn't I'm done <laughs> see yeah, yeah. yeah. angry
1: faces coming in she goes I didn't I didn't know that was a bad word because trans people use it let's not front like they don't not the best quote ever
0: no
5: it's it's not like Craig says I mean look if you can learn from this and use it possibly Positively going forward, yes. then all good. Uh, if they don't, yeah, that's a different matter altogether. Fair enough. Anyway, we will be talking more about offset later in the show <sighs> as it happens. Yeah,
1: let's uh, let's pay some bills, shall we? Magic is real. It's
0: contained within an app. Put your feet up and watch Peking Duck appear with just a tap. Magic is pizza, tacos, Subway fish and chips, shish kebab,
7: Bindaloo. And spicy, crispy chicken. String.
1: Download the Just Eat app and order food for delivery. Speaking of learning as you get older, Fall Out Boy—they're back <laughs> with their eighth album, ninth album, I'll seventh, I believe. Seventh is, album. Yeah. Seventh album. It's called Mania. Let's have a track from it. This song is called Church. Just enough if you
5: Not an ideal jumping in point.
3: Well, I'd struggle to pick one.
5: Yeah, <laughs> so, so we went for the bizarre gospel tune at the heart of the album. Why office. not? Uh,
1: well, let's go around the horn real quick and let's talk
3: about our own experiences slash relationships slash opinion <laughs> of Fall Out Boy in general. Craig was Patrick. Um, it was never really hugely my cup of tea, but what I think drew me in was they had a few Storman tunes back in the day and I kind of always had a bit of a soft spot for Pete Wentz and his lyrics. When he wasn't being too self-congratulatory, he actually had a knack for kind of an interesting line here or there. But yeah, not really my bag. Yeah,
5: never a style of music that got me, but I could appreciate that they were probably one of the best at doing it. And, you know, a couple of tracks early on, especially probably kind of set the blueprint for a ton of, of other bands that went around that time.
4: As a teenager, I definitely did the thing where I, uh, slammed the door in my room and, pulled poppy mom punk like super super fucking loud and we're like oh I hear my parents and this is definitely not it. <laughs> so yeah I was definitely in there uh, but uh, yeah it's a uh, it's a bit different this time around it feels
1: I was initially kind of resistant to them I, I was working in vision at the time and I think I mentioned before like we had a fairly bad pop music station on the box thing was called the box actually
7: mm-hmm. and every
1: now and then you get like you know my chemical romance I'm not okay I promise like green day wake me up in September ends and then like there was fallout boy sugar we're going down and ultimately you know you kind of came to realize well these this is the best we're going to get and I did actually quite get into them like never hardcore one of my friends was actually a lot more intimate than I was and I would kind of listen here and there I I think they never really pull together fully on an album but they do have a lot of excellent songs and I think when they hit they really really hit they've been on the way in for a while and I think you know ultimately they could have hung it up if they wanted to have some kind of you know like gilded career to a degree but you no know, there's still a money making venture they still have fans and they've really embraced the more pop sheen of things in the last few years so this is their first album in a few years and it is quite the mess it really like is. it really is And like, there's, there's allegedly two, two different versions of how to listen to this album there's like a track listing situation where like Pete Wentz went on a radio station and said that in fact iTunes and Spotify have got it wrong and here's the
5: real track listing
3: now do you think that is true or there's some bit of like oh this will be about publicity no and create a a, narrative around the album.
5: It wouldn't surprise me completely if it was true because this was scheduled for release I think in September and sometime last summer apparently Pete Wentz and Patrick Stump the front man of the band so to speak even though Pete Wentz is a songwriter uh, they kind of got together and said look we can't put this out. The thing is that in the interim they went on like a 40 odd date tour of the States in support of an album that was never actually released. Because of I presume. Yeah but, but yeah but Clearly, in that case, they've decided that about four months of part-time tinkering was enough to solve whatever cataclysmic I problems had prevented... I think they had a small kind of
3: proper concentrated session where they kind of went away to one of their studios. But for well, how long? Well, uh, they, when they kind of talk about specific songs, like something like Wilson, Expensive Mistakes, which I think actually is kind of interesting to me. At least they're doing something that kind of isn't just your kind of generic stadium-y, sheen EDM takeoff. That was kind of... That arrived later. Whereas, I mean, they, t- they talk about songs that they'd already released that we've now heard that are on the album that they thought weren't good enough to put on the album, and they're yeah. still there. Like, That's it. Not a lot done to them, you know?
4: <laughs> there's, there's a weird thing here, though. Like, I mean, okay, regardless of all of that, and even before we get into even the problem with the music, like... Uh, to me this sounds like it has serious like actual mixing issues yeah like I, I oh, sent yeah. you a message at the start Dynamics? of the week yeah like I was I, I sent you a message I yeah. was like I'm not being funny and I know we're not supposed to talk about this before we get into this room but like for me I was like is there anybody talking about how bad the mix is like this it doesn't even feel like mastered which is like it, it doesn't even sound as loud as the rest of the music on my friggin Spotify right there's actually serious genuine problems and even you, you mentioned I one noticed point,
1: this with the lead single Young and Menace which we talked about on the podcast before and I remember kind of being a bit kinder to it than the rest of us I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, it's interesting to see what they do here. I know it's a bit of a mess, but I kind of like it. Uh, that song hasn't aged well. But also, what I will say is genuinely, in the mix of that that came out, like about two minutes in, it it lowers the mix lowers I'm a fiend for like you know hey I want this to be as loud as possible without fucking you know breaking mm-hmm. my brain but like it's really strange and I sent to like a friend of mine who's big into his kind of production as well and like you know has really cool headphones and stuff and he was like yeah no this is there's something wrong here it's, like, it's, it's
4: just- it sounds like they mixed it on a phone and they got a text <laughs> while they were mixing it. And, it and it went down in volume and then went back up but again how does that happen like-
1: especially on a major label release with like a band who have millions yeah, of fans like, I mean like and, and again final version finished version because I remember there was like a Lady I on the came before and I remember like Inside 24 Hours I'm convinced that a different mix went up in the cool. same space I don't know how you would do this without resetting the view count but like mm-hmm. there was a genuine sense of like well this clearly wasn't finished or mastered mm-hmm. so on this album you have moments of that where it, it just it's odd. It seems. It feels like someone has come along and just basically turned down your music, like Dahi's it's parents, so who were like, you know, weird. turn that racket down, <laughs> yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. Lay off, yeah, Dahi's I mean, Maybe parents. it was stylistically.
4: You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe it was a thing where they were they were kind of like, okay, we need to do so back a different drop because that one particular song, that's Young and Menace, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's like, if you listen to that from start to finish, there's like three or f- like there's like three or four different drops per different part of those <sighs> big fucking drops, and they put in a different like wada wada like alright, nah, nah, and then they're like, okay, we've run out of ideas. What do we do? What about if we just go what? Oh, turn it whoa. down <laughs> and then bring it back up again like that's weird right that's really strange and, and that's,
3: not that's one of the songs with actual ideas yeah. I mean at yeah, least yeah. you kind of it's a bit memorable and you're like it's I mean it's a mess but other stuff here is just beige to the point of like I mean a lot of these could you know the first 30 seconds it could be off the new Ed Sheeran album and or like,
4: uh, Imagine Dragons, maybe.
3: Like, oh, yeah. completely. Or there's, like, there's
4: Diplo pop music as well in, in there? Too. Yeah,
5: it's very aiming for the radio. Or that tune that opens exactly like Paper Planes. I can't remember but which one Wilson. it is. That's Wilson. Well, I if think that, that actually, at least
3: it's kind of. I believe like that sample is um, the Clash's "Straight to Hell." Like play or okay. something. So at least they're kind of trying something with that, and it's not just very but, generic but, but even, EDM. Even, even that
5: song just out of nowhere, it seems, falls back onto a refrain of, like, I'm only wearing black until they find a darker colour. Yeah, so, but It's almost, it's almost just as though someone turned around and went... Well, we used to be kind of big emos, right? Maybe maybe the horse hasn't yeah, been yeah, flogged yeah. entirely to death quite yet. Well,
3: they, they were talking to Rolling Stone kind of at the end of last year, and they were talking about this kind of, you know, privileged position they're in where they were playing winter gigs with the likes of Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran and yada, yada, yada. And they're like, yeah, we can play those shows. And like, well, we usually do our kind of rock shows and rock festivals and we're seen as pop people. Then when we do those shows, it's like we're Slayer walking up there. It's just like, no, do you know what? In no setting, even next to Taylor Swift, yeah. you seem like Slayer at all. I don't know what they're kind of you know Although rock. You pronounce- say
1: that, Craig, but Slayer announced to me that they're hanging it up, so maybe they're going to step yeah.
3: into that. <laughs> yeah, need a new Slayer, they're passing the torch. They're no
1: Slayer, yeah,
4: yeah. Um, but almost the opposite is true, right? Like it feels like the earlier Fall Out Boy stuff had way more. I don't know. I guess the best part of emo pop punk stuff was that it was entering the pop sphere with like like this much harder thing they, Just have, uh, the that yeah. they have a song, they have a song yeah. called this Saturday song doesn't have that at all like, right? they have a song called
1: Saturday I think it's on Take This To Your Grave and like it's a great song and Pete Wentz does like this kind of death metal scream at the end of it mm. and like you know don't get me wrong it's still tame and it's yeah. still PG-13 but it's it's cool yeah, like yeah, it sounds yeah. great like it's cathartic it's good
3: I, uh, yeah I also think what made that kind of pop part of the pop punky thing work for them was Patrick Stump has this I mean, it's like kind of a foghorn of a voice. Yeah, they he's, he's a falsetto. He, like, he takes his cues more from, like, Anastasia or something <laughs> than, you know, many of his peers. But that works when you've kind of got gritty guitars underneath. There's this weird juxtaposition yeah, that kind of yeah. made them stand out. When it's just paired with very generic, like... Everything else you'd hear on the radio, it suddenly yeah. just just becomes this glob. But that's again of, you with you know.
5: Wilson's expensive mistakes being an example. Young and Menace perhaps being the worst on the album, where like the vocoder and the pitch shifting is just you know w- what are you doing to him basically? <laughs> like and and then what's more, like any semblance of musicianship is buried under these sort of like electronic elements that just don't even sound right. Never mind fit what they're trying to do. And then like even when they go more pure. There's like A pair of tracks here Church and Heaven's Gate Which come consecutively god. And He's getting like, I mean thing. like, like <laughs> they, they share this Like Gospel <laughs> yeah, Church is
4: literal As fuck like, oh, It's, 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 it's like a
5: bad <laughs> copy like, Of oh, Take Me to Church yeah. Yeah. It's, so like, yeah, 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 team. it's like, like a But if like we're, If we're gonna talk about bad Right there's a song on this Called Champion And oh, oh my yeah. god yeah, If, yeah, if yeah, anybody's ever Turned around And gone What do we want to achieve in our career? We want to be used for a montage at the BBC Sports Personality of the Year. That would cap our lives. And
4: you can get into that as well. You can kind of go like, I don't know, one of the best parts about like, that early stuff was kind of the idea that like, you know, you're relating to kind of a teenager who's kind of, feeling really bad you know what I mean I can like work through that stuff whereas now they're working towards a different angle which is this kind of like I'm the greatest thing that
5: I can build up to I do have a question in regards to the fact that like they took quite a break of about four years there going back a little bit. Patrick Sumber
1: leads a solo album during this he also lost a lot of weight and found himself in a weird position where fans were basically giving a fuck to him for number one doing the solo album, taking time out from Fall Out Boy, and number two, losing weight. Yeah, They were like, we liked what? you better when you were fat. Like, it was gross. Like, he, he comes across as like a very nice guy, yeah. did a lot of really good interviews around that time, and he was fucking harangued by this hardcore fan base who want more Fall Out Boy. Well, you see, this is the and thing. eventually he was dragged back into it. Th-
5: this is the thing, though, that when you get, like, a, a loyal teenage fan base kind of going back to the mid-2000s, the band needs to evolve with them, and it needs to be a kind of a consistent journey where when Fallout Boy start taking breaks and the releases become sporadic and so on and so forth it's kind of like you know there's changes coming out of nowhere and it especially when it feels like they're kind of chasing a zeitgeist and changing their sound I mean there's like there's tropical house in here like yeah. we've never played a part before which does sound just like a desperate play for the charts
1: and the interesting thing about this though is because I think Fallout Boy like they, I'm gonna say this gonna sound weird, but I think they're quite a brave band in a way because I mean ultimately they do take risks and they have taken risks. That's true. And ultimately on this one, yeah, they've taken the wrong risks. But I remember like Save Rock and Roll comes out in 2013 and it's a three out of five album. You know, like, I reviewed it for stage at the Time and it has a few belters. The Phoenix is a fucking great pop song, as is uh, the preceding single, which actually of all things was used uh, on WWE Raw 25 montage of like their own
5: highlight reel. That's what they're made for, right?
1: I know. It was a uh, My Song is No. He did in the dark. That's a good song. There's a song in there with with L- and John, which actually works. There's one with Courtney Love, which doesn't work. <laughs> and then, like, a year later, they put out another album. And it was like, Jesus Christ, calm down, lads. And then there's been a bit of a gap now here, and they're kind of back, and it's like, okay, I guess it's a case of... Protecting what they have and also tapping into pop trends. But the problem is, on this album, they've become Jimmy World. They've become men who are too old to be talking about this kind of shit anymore. Yeah. And they're also doing it while chasing radio trends.
3: Oh, I was going to say, like the narrative of, of the album in terms of the lyrics and stuff, with the track listing that they say is what it's supposed to be, which Dave, you kindly kind of put together for us, um, by about the halfway mark you realise it's Pete Wentz kind of talking about it's like he's almost having a midlife crisis but he's still talking about the same stuff as like he's he's a rapidly approaching 40 and he's dropping lyrics about I'm just surrounded by people that aren't my real friends and it's like yeah this makes sense when you're on the ascent and you're in your 20s and you're stupid but you can't ha- like keep having these conversations you're, you've are you got three kids mate like yeah. you know it's, yeah.
1: Yeah. it's that weird thing like there's an the infamous internet photo which is great of like remember Bruno Mars sees Pete Wentz on the yeah. street <laughs> oh, yeah. and he's like in like that 2005 great, yeah, and yeah. he's like what? wide-eyed like oh my god but like the, obviously the reverse is the case now like Bruno Mars is this mega star to the point where you're like why hasn't he worked with them yet you'd almost expect him to pop up in this <laughs> album um, I wanted to like this I really did yeah. like, I have a soft spot for Fall Out Boy I think they have enough great songs that you're like okay cool you know you can make a good greatest hits there and I think their heart's in the right place but on this one it just it never quite works and I found myself really trying to go with it but lyrically in particular like I know you just I'm, I'm repeating what you're just saying here but like the lyrics are starkly terrible mm. Yeah, like, they're very... really bad and Patrick Stump is doing his very very best as he always does and he's got a really good voice I like him as a frontman.
4: There's there's a weird no. thing that, that it feels like there's certain times which was really weird when I was listening to it but it, it almost felt like a lot of the stuff with the, the way the phrases were, were delivered and the way that he sang them the kind of the vocal melodies and stuff a lot of it felt like Lady Gaga but like Lady Gaga can get away with it just through sheer like star power alone so like a lot of that stuff felt like just whatever they're trying to do Lady Gaga's doing better if you know what I mean mm-hmm. I think one track that that worked well the only thing that saves this album for me is the Last of the Real Ones I think that's probably the best track in yeah. it
5: yeah, and, and, and what's more it's a song though and rare on this record that sounds like it was always crafted as it appears. It felt like the yes. first one they had. Like, do you know it, what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't feel like the other songs which seem to have been pushed through some exactly, sort of yeah. modern hit generation yeah, no, yeah, and yeah, yeah, come yeah. out with bells and whistles yeah. tagged on to make yeah. it radio-friendly. That's really true, yeah. And there, yeah, so there are, there are signs
3: like that where it's just like, they're not a totally spent force. You wouldn't go, oh, wrap it up now, lads. I mean, they can still, on their day, come up with great stuff, but they just seem to have lost their way it. feels bit. like
4: circumstance or something, like if they yeah. were just actually like just ramped up to this thing without... Any distractions and actually just were sat in a studio really properly or something. I think yeah, something amazing. But.
5: Yeah, give it numbers. Uh, I'm going to go four. It's four for me as well. Three for me. I'm down to two. Whoa, down to two. I really didn't like it at all.
4: <laughs> oh god, that's a pity.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you know, maybe someday they'll they'll do it again. But like, ultimately, just it's not a good one. I'm sorry. Uh, before we get to our songs of the week, though, I just want to note that uh, Dua Lipa has been in the news this week <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, for an interesting reason. Uh, she's back with her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and, <laughs> us, <laughs>
5: <laughs> and, and, and thus shattering Just, uh, every moment. She picked rule. up the phone
1: oh my god and thus I, I love that you didn't know I love that you didn't know I didn't know and that. thus a lot of people aren't happy okay <laughs> and like her super fans have been like tweeting at her being like you broke the, you broke the rules <laughs> and she quoted one of her fans and she went get a grip no, get no a grip. God, this is so but bad. it's just a
3: song I just want to say new
1: single is the same
3: yeah 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 thing. I know but see there you go and, and like, also when Jesus. that was so like taken on as this empowering thing Anthem. as well like the lyrics way more than any yeah, other pop smash has so been many, overanalyzed I saw so
4: many girls on twitter I saw so many girls on twitter doing this thing where they were like oh Dua Lipa's gonna be so angry with me do you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She, she's yeah. like this very yeah. yeah. godmother so look, all, I mean we've all we've all felt a sense of betrayal the, the sting <laughs> of betrayal but I want to say none more so than friend of the show Mark Conroy who had a very funny tweet when he said well I'm shocked if Julie, Lipa a present day Emmanuel can't if ever there was one can't live up to the high standard and rigid moral code she set for all of us to live by in her new rules then there's no way she gets my vote in 2020 the song is cancelled and so is basic decency <laughs> I,
2: think, I think I need to make a phone call uh, Guys I'll be right
1: back I'll be right back I need to make a phone call so, Bravo sir that's very There good. we go I guess oh. that's a good way Of leading into the songs of the week Thinking about a good song Because uh, we haven't really been blessed this week But we'll kick it off What, can what I are you have, talking about Can I have a number please Craig Fitzpatrick Five please David Well it's the union that we all wanted Sting and Shaggy <laughs> <laughs> it's called Don't Make Me Wait. Nothing wrong with waiting a little bit. You know this is more to me than just getting it.
0: But you only get a love like this once in a lifetime. And if this is our chance, I ain't missing it. My whole life, I never felt like this. Just want to run with it, I don't want to fight this. I ain't rushing you to make up your mind. Just want to put some more quality in every time. Come on, girl. Don't make me wait. Don't make me wait.
1: Well, they made us wait for something that we didn't know was coming, and they've already quipped that a lot of women are going to get pregnant. Oh, all Shaggy, that was incredible! Shaggy
3: would never break the rules he sets out in his songs. He's mm. still <laughs> denying every affair he ever has yeah, yeah. to his I long-suffering wife. One, yeah. one, pick up the phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, this is an island-inspired uh, album that's coming. And oh, you're inspired by the West of I, Ireland, I'm inspired so by islands, they, yeah, yeah. Are they, are they stepping in on your turf?
4: I've basically scrapped my whole new album uh, <laughs> because of this. That uh, shaggy feature's gone, yeah? This uh, this song is fucking. I really like it. It's really like really. It's it's the sort of thing uh, my mammy would love this song. It's got this real like warm kind of like hey hey what's going on whatever thing. And I think Sting or uh, Shaggy has learned. Like I think he's really kind of gotten up now. He's like ready to take the big plunge of like you know reading, staying faithful. F- yeah, to stay us. One, <laughs> stay faithful to one person. And don't forget, it wasn't him who was unfaithful it was his friend it was him Remember, giving advice he the phone yeah. call beforehand but it sounded like he was, like, like he it was got
3: basing it off past experience yeah, I yeah mean, it how sounded how old like he'd right? been there, you there before yeah. do you think, oh, I don't want really? to cast aspersions yeah. on Oracle. I believe argue, his first given name is because he could argue
4: that like you know he had never been through anything like that before and that was the first thing oh. so he he let his friends make his mistakes for him and then learn <laughs> from <laughs> his friends like that that was a stupid thing to do this feels like a
3: standalone episode to me I'm breaking yeah. down Shaggy's I'm standing up for Shaggy yeah, but yeah, you're only
1: yeah. right. standing up for Shaggy 2018. <laughs> I you're going to get like a, like a twibbin on your, your, your Twitter thing there, yeah? I mean,
5: <laughs> here's the thing. Shaggy and Sting, it sounds mental. Here's the thing. Shaggy and Sting. It sounds mental to say, though. But that's just because it's Shaggy and anybody. When you think yeah, about yeah, yeah. it, Sting is not actually a bizarre you know, companion it here. It
3: makes a terrible, th- terrible, terrible sense. <laughs> yeah, but
5: like, there's a point in this uh, song during Sting's verse. It sounds exactly like So Lonely by the police. You realise yeah, yeah. that actually, this sort of ska, reggae, island, yeah. dancehall vibe was actually very present in what the police they were doing built anyway. They their
3: whole career on it, really. Yeah. And it sounded cheesy then exactly. in the 80s when they're having big hits with it, and it sounds cheesy now, but pleasantly cheesy I it agree with Donnie. very cheesy I, mean, I can't I've, get annoyed with this song I'm <laughs> really, glad it exists I mean, it's, harmless, like, it's harmless yeah. as
5: fuck but like. I don't know I mean like Shaggy's lyrics are still just brilliant I, there's one uh, nothing wrong with waiting a little bit it, there's more to this than me just hitting it <laughs> <What's> <laughs> what a f- boy what's he mean
1: yeah yeah I found myself unable to like I, I, I genuinely thought I was having that weird thing of like I, I can't hear <laughs> yes, sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore like where's the structure like why yeah, is this yeah, yeah. why has this gone through my brain and come out to the side and I'm like huh, what happened it's harmless it's, it's harmless, harmless. it's it harmless it's toothless though it's toothless yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's better than Sting's loot album what well, yeah. isn't yeah. <laughs> like, the Fall Out Boy album it's fine yeah I suppose I mean like to be fair it's not the comedy car crash that you would almost want for yeah and in that regard, I'm kind of like, okay, I guess I'm gonna have
4: to listen to the album.
1: when I said there wasn't a
4: video. There wasn't an official video, right? It took like, ages I mean. for this
1: to even appear on Spotify. I was like, Jesus! Like, they're so yeah. laid back. They're not even doing their fucking <laughs> due diligence. Well, they
4: were, they were, were waiting for the girl to like kind of go. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with you, or whatever. They
5: knew the spate of pregnancies they'd be causing the second it <laughs> oh dropped. God, so, so you know, well, you okay, can't sure. do that lightly. I guess. Do you think Sting, sorry, taught like Shaggy in the ways of like tantric,
3: tantric sex? sex? Oh, it's not worth it. Like to be what the your initial hookup was over. As right?
1: comebacks by, you know, kind of veteran pop icons go, not bad. <laughs> but but on, the, uh, on the flip side of that, here's Collie Minogue. I won't slow down I
0: stop, not I
1: That song is called dancing and i mean you want to talk about someone just writing down various years and pop tropes and putting them all through a big shredder and that's what this sounds like fuck me this is (laughs) atrocious yeah
5: yeah i mean don't even dare so so it's about death which is, an in, <laughs> which is an interesting starting it is, point. It is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was is. Absolutely, when, yeah. This is when she goes out, she wants dancing to be dancing. It, like, she doesn't mean on, on the way on, out. On the oh, t- oh, she, going she wants dancing! Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's,
4: like, a, give, hot That's a hot take. That's a hot take. I this, thought it was but, just, she's just mad for dancing. No,
5: no, 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 no. no, no. It's definitely about death. And given the fact that, like, she had a cancer battle and stuff like that. So, you know, these things would be, you know, relevant for her to be writing about, I suppose. But it's Dolly Parton, Miley Cyrus, weird country twang sort of a yeah. thing
3: yeah she's gone country like she's got she moved to Nashville for like the duration of making this album and she's Why working with really those songwriters and like yeah but it, I think it's actually more successful than Miley stepping back into the kind of no. like her voice kind of can can carry that thing no way no no I'm not saying it's a good song but I'm saying like <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much not saying that whatever but I think her voice can actually kind of carry off that kind of awful awful thing do you know what I mean yeah. it suits her does it, <laughs> does it? I think it does so maybe the Australian Sub thing mediocrity
4: no, <laughs> does it feel like there's like I, it feels to me like there's a there's a record like record label guy at the very top of the tower somewhere yeah. looking at a spreadsheet going oh like, 100% uh, I think we need to put more um, country western music into stuff and then they're like right. okay uh, let's crank the wheel okay uh, <laughs> Justin like, okay let's really bring this down okay half your album has to be this or whatever <laughs> like, Kylie come on you have to throw this in like let's do it well and listen
3: like, it's such a big industry like Nashville and huge. it's like the Nashville's only people huge. still buying you know yeah, physical. Yeah. CDs yeah. and stuff blah yeah, blah blah yeah. I mean it's, yeah if you can get that fan base on board I kept you're waiting set for, for a long time I kept time.
1: waiting for Florida Georgia Line to show up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I do think really my voice didn't happen thankfully <laughs>
3: it's, yeah it's very like cookie cutter I do think her vocal actually kind of with the lyrics and that kind of meaning like slightly raises it a bit but it's not a very good song I think we, if the no. studio yeah.
1: itself caught on fire the sounds that would be captured would have been more pleasant than this <laughs> this is absolutely dreadful and I never want to hear it again die. I mean
4: we should be we should be holding Kylie to a higher standard as well because she's fucking incredible This is like, what I'm saying I mean, the she has one some of the absolute problems.
1: fucking belters and this is nonsense
3: yeah. we haven't heard much from her like uh- In recent years Very very little I know she's been Releasing singles They've been like You know charting maybe top ten But I couldn't I couldn't whistle One of her tunes
5: From the last ten years It's been a while Whistling
4: (laughs) whistling would sound Very bad to listen to to Well you made me Listen to this so many times That I could probably Whistle this one New album's
5: called Gold and it's going To be out in a bit So I guess we'll see If this is just A standout single Or (laughs) standalone single Or something Indicative of what The rest of it's going (laughs) To be reviewing
1: you can have a number Between one and three Please
4: one and three. Uh, I'll go for uh, three. Please. Okay,
1: uh, back to the car because these songs broke while we were in that car and I put them straight on. Drake oh, has yeah. come back with two songs. Let's have a listen to one of them. This is God's plan.
4: Someone watching this shit close. Yup, yeah, close. I've been me since Scarlett Row. Hey, roll. Hey. Might go down
0: as G O D. Yup, yeah, wait. I go hard on Southside G. Hey, wait. I make sure that Northside E. Yeah And still. Bad things, it's a lot of bad things
4: that like they wish and, and wishing and wishing they wish they wishing on me. Yeah. yeah. Bad
0: things. It's a lot of
1: bad the project is called Scary Errors. Two tracks appeared overnight on the weekend and I don't know if it's from an album or not. And you know one of the tracks that we ended up playing that day in the he was Passion Fruit. We mm-hmm. got my head. It's an Great amazing team. song and it probably should have been the No Encore top 20 songs of the year. It's an excellent, yeah, excellent song. One. And he's right back to his bullshit, isn't
5: he? Yeah. This, like, I'm I'm not joking. I wonder if Drake, beyond, you know, insecurity and what we always felt, you know, he had, is actually just like paranoid, if he has some sort of compulsion to insert himself into the centre of attention, the centre of conversation because I cannot for the life of me work out why you would like stop a self-imposed hiatus to release these two tracks, which add nothing at all. There's nothing new here. He's starting to remind me of like a crime writer who just turns out an annual book of like, you know, Alex Cross or Harry Bosch or like, you know, 20 odd novels deep at this stage. Uh, Yeah. It's it, it's bizarre, and what's more, he is now a rebel without a cause, because, seriously, he's because... Rebel, really. Well, no, because he's like, you know, oh, the haters aren't going to keep me down, and we're like, we know, you're literally the highest streamed artist on the planet. He does sound a bit down. This song itself smashed streaming records. You can't exactly have a chip on your shoulder about this I anymore. I mean, kudos to him for knocking Taylor Swift off that spot, I suppose. Sure, whatever, yeah. but like... It, you know, it's the same thing that you two have—the this desire to stay relevant. But with him, it's like you don't actually need to do anything to to achieve that. You are relevant, you know. So, if you're going to put something out there, at least make it substantial. Have something in there that we haven't heard before. Not just a rehashing of everything that's gone for the past decade. I think
3: it's kind of quite savvy of him, though. He's just constantly in the conversation. Stuff is dripping out, and it keeps, like, it's clearly working when you see him, like, smashing those records. So, um, yeah, is it an essential new Drake release? No, it's not. It's very much him, yeah, going back into Drake mode. He's dropping the kind of South African house and, you know, uh, the grime kind of stuff of his last year's playlist, which had a lot of good stuff on it. Um, there is one laugh out uh, loud line when he does this classic, I only love my bed, my mama, I'm sorry. It's yeah, like, oh, Drake. <laughs> um, the other track as well is uh, the beat slightly more interesting. Diplomatic Community, which
1: sadly is not a reference to Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> yeah, there's
3: a kind of um, Gil Scott Heron thing going on to it that I quite like. Um, the, both productions are semi interesting, but what he's doing on top of them is not to me. So, yeah, it's it's inessential, but fine you guys are full of shit and you're all wrong. (laughs) Ah, here we go. Drake's number
4: one fan.
1: I'm a a
3: massive,
4: massive Drake fan. And, uh... This is class. Both of these songs are unreal. The best thing about being a Drake fan is that it, the fucking gossip. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about being a Drake fan is that just the gossip, right? Like you get to go onto like that, that website Genius where they like break down every single word that he said and go, oh, he's referencing this, he's referencing this. He like has his life so public that like it's basically watching a, a yeah. soap, right? What's the,
3: what's the Drake equivalent to com? <laughs> like, I, I, go, I go, form, I go sure? to
4: Genius because everybody's talking about it you yeah, don't have to go yeah. to just one particular website you know yeah, like yeah. everybody's talking about Drake Uh YouTube dip- comments, dip- Greg. Diplomatic YouTube Immunity comments. is a better song than God's Plan Diplomatic Immunity is one of these ones that he always does every couple of months where he's like okay what's going on with OVO what's going on with me like let's do a, like a recash of the entire year it's like a previously on Drake and that's how <laughs> that's how Diplomatic Immunity works right uh, the reason you think production wise it's, it's going back to his usual stuff is because Noah should be produced these two and, and he didn't do as much on the yeah. on the last EP and No Shabib is basically the entire thing or behind Drake. Like all the production stuff is from him. Um yeah I think it's I think it's great I think it's setting up the year God's Plan for me is, is a little bit of a boring Drake track because he hits on the downbeat every time so if you listen to the track when it hits on the kick he's saying the thing immediately but Drake's best flows are the ones where he's going on the offbeat and like changes the beat so that he sounds
5: different from but everybody God's else but God's Plan sounds exactly like a hook he had on a yeah. Gucci Man song Yeah, a few yeah years and that's, and that's exactly
4: yeah. it so where, whereas Diplomatic Immunity <laughs> his flow on Diplomatic Immunity is so much better than God's Plan so for me Diplomatic Immunity is, is a really good song and I've listened to it a lot God's plan is only. Okay, but of course, Godplan's gonna get the big listens. That's the one that broke the, the yeah. stuff, like, you know?
1: Well, what can you do?
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> you can
1: listen yeah. to more Drake. Everybody listen to more Drake, he's amazing. Well, you get plenty of it. Call him <laughs> <laughs> number between one and two, please. Number two, please. Okay, Craig's friend, Elliot Gleave, also known as Example, he has returned from the wilderness with the answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my life, I could paint a picture of every detail in your eyes, first time my lips show. Oh, I'll stop going by, rewrite the scripture And call it my only weakness I turn my shit around and now they're speechless no. Had so many questions on my mind Where the hell you've been all of my life? Straight out from the darkness to the light you the answer you're the
1: answer to Not the Northern Irish rock band of the same name, but a song called "The Answer."
5: Yeah, my have my, to mate. wonder what the question was.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my Can mate you, I talked to you for twenty minutes five years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you write a really bad song? <laughs> so, well, he
5: said himself that this was inspired by having children, and as we what? know from Justin Timberlake, what? nothing says success
4: he's talking about seeing him in a club
5: <laughs> it actually sounds like he's talking
4: at, at parties like oh yeah I saw you in the club no, I, I, like I, I, I
5: think he means the creative purple patch has been okay. inspired by fatherhood rather than the actual content <laughs> yeah, I, the like, I
3: believe this is kind of a oh you remember I used to go out and get smashed and blah 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 and he's reminiscing about those times and he oh, can't okay, go out anymore okay. so this is him at home kind of just the, the kids down and he's watching Netflix and he's like oh yeah I used to have a great time yeah but like don't blame Stop, the kids don't this blame the, the kids
5: for this <laughs> (laughs) This is
3: terrible (laughs) Well he's kind of lost his way Uh, I think he uh, To be honest I think he lost it Quite a while ago he had a, a very brief purple patch uh, in terms of popularity. I guess probably around the time I talked to him. And he then liked I, oh, you and, uh, a lot. What? He liked you? Yeah, yeah, I like him too. Because you didn't
5: He's a dead-on bloke, and he's an interesting story as well. As far as I know, he used to actually work in like A and R and for a label. Really? Sorry, yeah. I just love Dave being like kind of came into he a liked you just, you in, the in the
3: middle of my review. Dave just being like, he liked you, looking straight at me. But he did. How did you do oh, this like to him, He liked you. Do you remember what? He's more interesting than. This kind of but music you, you, you would know, you know, know this yeah. you did your
1: homework and he was shocked by this which I he guess was. speaks to the fact that he must be interviewing people who don't bother doing any research. He was like, "How did you know this about like his new video and stuff?" And you are like, I "Googled it, mate." Yeah, yeah. But, but to be fair, that speaks for another time because I remember like at an Oxygen around that time, uh, there was a, a, a broadcaster people might know uh, who basically was going to interview him that day, and she went up to someone and she said, uh, "Hey, you know wh- what does example look like?" And it turned out that she was talking to example's manager, oh. who then completely her mm. right. And her name was Glenda Gilson <laughs> for the television show Expose.
3: Yeah, I mean, and that was a time when. If I wanted to watch Expose, what channel would I go go today? TV three <laughs> <laughs> soon to be Virgin Media out. TV. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that was a time when he, he was you know a hot property, even though no one knew what he looked like because he'd had like you know changed the way you kiss me, which you know if you, you might like that style of music, but it was really well executed he, Message it, though, yeah. can't we? he had away thirty two song yeah. yeah, then he released an album that was inspired by Kirk Cobain. It was quite grungy, <laughs> and actually no he recollection kind of, of this avenue he he actually kind of it works when he uses like more guitars and goes a weird like almost Beastie boys. Yeah, grunge yeah, yeah. kind of mixed with dancier elements that's, that's he can pull that off, off because he gets more interesting with his lyrics when he has that approach now this is totally just like back to the EDM back that. to I think what it, what it was the long way around of me trying to say is like I think he's scrambling for a radio hit maybe and he's not doing very interesting there's work there's definitely
5: an element that's to that true, look yeah. I mean frankly if you go back seven years and like you said Craig kind of like, like the songs or not this music was definitely charting. This was doing big business. He did a song with Calvin Harris at one stage, yeah. which was just the ultimate sort of two headed monster uh, when it comes to this sort of tune. That
1: must be like that uh, that Spider Man thing of the two Spider Man. Like, uh, just pointing,
5: pointing at, at each yeah. other. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are you seeing that sticker on a lamppost uh, in Dublin? Let's not
1: talk about that It's too long of a story, and we don't quite <laughs> we, know the full origin.
3: Yeah, like, I mean, he's talked in interviews multiple times about how actually he never really intended to get into music, and he's always wanted to be like a film director. He's always talking about his other plans, or he's like, I'm quitting music in three or four years and maybe like I'm really I don't mean this in a bad way maybe he should just move on to other projects because like he's an interesting Mm. bloke he's clearly a talented bloke but maybe the love isn't really there it's just something that you know had a lot of big fat paychecks I agree
1: quit living in the past although what I will say (laughs) is I'm going to turn the clock back a few minutes because we mentioned Offset already and he's teamed up with our old friend Tinashe Tinashe, we, we
4: still um, haven't... F- it's Tinashe. Tinashe. Tinashe.
1: Tinashe. Tinashe. The song is called No Drama, and I'm going to throw immediately to a certain Dahi drama because I'm pretty sure you were quite won over by this one, were you?
4: This track is incredible <laughs> as well. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big it's fan from- of Tinashe. I think she's one of the most underrated pop stars. I don't think people are picking up on how great she is. Two On, the track that she did, is one of the best pop songs of the decade. It's incredible, mm-hmm. and this is the best thing she's done since then. Uh, it's incredible. It's a bit annoying, that Offset with all this stuff that's going on right now is in it but I in terms of like a really good pop song with a really proper thing, like <laughs> the the idea of the no drama ma thing, yeah. like yes yeah, to yeah. no drama ma, no to supply i i is or whatever the <laughs> fuck Justin Humer Lake is doing, like use your <laughs> use your repeated phrases properly. Drama <laughs> ma, yes, yes supply i i is no. Like
5: that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I love Dolly's new rules here. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't go like dueling. Somebody's breaking new, new rules scene. Right? Yeah. um I mean the fact that Tina Shea hasn't really blown up is you know frankly partially her own fault because she's had an album that's basically been on a shelf it seems for two yeah. years or something years, like was that a little disappointing yeah. she said the Joyride is arriving and apparently we, there's two more singles that are imminent uh, Me So Bad and Faded Love so the, these three are apparently going to be the, the foot soldiers so to speak for that full release this I mean it's not groundbreaking but I do really like it because it's, it's catchy and the production's good And she seems to be able to slide from a kind of a soulful melody to more of a bit of a flow in the second verse really nicely. Offset annoys me on this. His ad-libs after every line. I know he thinks he's inserting energy, but he just sounds like DMX barking in the background (laughs) of his own tunes, you know? I I think... (laughs) Yeah. I think it's also... It's
3: because it's a victim of his own kind of success and how everywhere he is at the moment that
5: it's just, like, getting a bit wearying to hear him. I was about to say, you know what, as well, yeah. The fact that, like, people come to him and say, hey, will you be on this song? It's a full-on trap beat Migos track. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But but I I do think... like, out of that context, he kind of works definitely with her and on this beat where he he doesn't just... It doesn't just feel like a dropped verse. Because he is all over, he kind of hangs above it. And the beat has this menacing, slightly cold thing that mm-hmm. she does really well. And she works over really well a uh, Stargate beat. I, I love the way she sits back on the refrain. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, I, it really worked for me. You it's know what, just it's a th- very simple effect of tune.
5: That's yeah. another thing that I was going to say. Stargate, I mean this feels like the sort of tune that they've been making for years but like now is the time for it oh yeah yeah you know what I mean I'm also, I also support the uh, skirt skirt like thing that's coming up true. I, I enjoy that a
4: lot so yeah I'm all for that
1: I found it pretty boring and that's <laughs> it for songs of the week
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've also been listening to M83 classic album Before the Dawn Heals Us which is phenomenal and you should go and check it out again and you should also go and check out my hashtag 365 project oh still going awesome. I haven't, haven't missed a day I went to see that really badly no, it's actually not terrible it's not good Liam Neeson train movie, The Commuter, the other day, and I got home, and it was like half eleven, and I was like, oh, didn't post a song today, just got in in time. Uh, Liam Very Neeson good. in that film where they beats up a guy with an electric guitar, which, uh, <laughs> oh, and the gross. soundtrack actually has twanging noises while he's doing it. Very good. So, you know, uh, if you want to spend some money and, and go support the career of ageing action star Liam Neeson, The Commuter <laughs> is a two out of five. Uh, but uh, the M83 mm-hmm. album, in fact, is a five out of five. You should go and check that out. Lads, mm. what have you listen to?
3: Um, new stuff from Julian Casablanca's, uh oh. The Voids, his band his kind of side project thingy are about to drop an album and he's kind of been dropping songs, Leave It In My Dreams, it's really good there's another one I can't pronounce but it's also good in a it's 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 a bit odd and goofy this kind of side project, his like he's clearly having fun with it like those 80s influences, those B-movie influences but the tunes are definitely there um, it bodes really well because there were some stormers on the last one so I'm very excited about that,
5: it's good quality stuff I listen to the new First Aid Kit album. It's called Ruins. It's it's fine. I mean, it's enjoyable, but they're certainly not going anywhere new I or love interesting. The
1: lead single Fireworks, yeah, that's an all timer for them. I think.
5: Yeah, no, like like they're re- they're really good. They are. Um, they're just one of those bands that you kind of think, you know, if they push the envelope a little bit, it could get even more interesting. Um, they haven't done it here but it's still worth a listen <laughs> uh, I am still buzzing off the Charlie XCX album
4: uh, oh. thank you very much for the recommendation guys no matter no that's what we're here uh, for yes yeah, it's, it's absolutely welcome. incredible and I'm really hoping that this is like the entrance full of like PC music into like modern pop music yeah so definitely I hope.
1: Um, speaking of to a degree I've, I've been going back to that Sophie song Pony Boy, That we oh, didn't yeah. cover on Pony. the show Boy mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking amazing And the production yeah. on it is insane It's class yeah, It's yeah, incredible yeah, yeah. It's, it's so aggressive good. and violent And I love it okay. <laughs> uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen That's the end of the show Alrighty Woo Doggy Craig Colin, thanks Cheers Thank, thank you very parties, much uh, uh, Cheers. Uh, To you listeners To let you know There will be no episode next Friday Because we won't have recorded it yet Because we're going to be in Cork As we mentioned For the quarter bar, uh, quarter Block Party Festival mm-hmm. It's so good I can't even say it out loud <laughs> We're going to be down on the Friday, though. We're going to be hanging out, so come down and join us if you're around, or if not, I don't know, get on, get in the car and put on some good music. I did it this week, and I feel like a better human being. <laughs> so the episode, I presume, will come out on the Monday. That's the plan, at least. So please be patient with us, and be mm-hmm. patient as well with the new episode of The Revisit. I know I teased it already, but it's not quite ready yet. Will be soon, I promise. To play us out, as always, uh, our exit music is a new Irish track. We have played this lady on the show before, Maya Sophia. She's an excellent singer-songwriter, and her new song is called Flowers. It's a really interesting kind of strange poppy shoegaze thing it's like uh, when I first heard it I thought like hang on are there, like did someone leave all the tracks on or something <laughs> but it totally works uh, she wrote it on a four hour train journey an intensely personal song about trauma and violence, and also the most poppy song she's ever written. It was her first time recording with a full band as well, and it's really, really cool. It's really, really busy. It's really, really interesting. And on my two and a half hour bus home from Galway, I didn't write a song as good as this. So uh, what yeah,
3: can maybe I say? going down to Cork will do, next sound, do sound. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: Indeed, if you are listening to this pod as it drops, she is on sh- in unshot tonight, Friday, and uh, in fact on s- Saturday we'll be in the roundy, just as we will be the following week. Oh, no. She's testing it out for us to make yeah, sure that it's, yeah, <laughs> it's okay.
1: Be it. But it's a great song. Uh, and she's a really great artist Maya Sophia and Flowers my name is Dave Hanredy this has been No Encore there will be No Encore and we'll see you in Cork for no on Cork there you go <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I oh my finally nailed God. it later <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church, VA. 844 7732
5: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.